shot, double shot Thursday. These episodes are probably coming out sequentially. This is episode 371 of the study session. It is your host here, Jeremy Ritz, welcoming you to a special training camp edition. Had the privilege and honor to be at training camp today. Down on the field with Jim Wexel, whom I work with over on the Still City Insider for our podcast, the Still City Insider podcast. And what a great experience. Saw a lot of great things. Try to absorb as much as I possibly can and going to cover all of that in today's episode, this double shot. As always, just wanna start by saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study. I hope you enjoy the show, hope you enjoy the training camp coverage that I'm bringing you directly from Latrobe here over these next few days. And let's go ahead and jump right into it. So, the one thing I will say about today's practice is it was humid. It was so freaking hot. Occasionally a breeze would come through and would offer a little respite from the heat. And if it was that hot for me on the sidelines while I was watching practice, I can't imagine how hot and uncomfortable the players had to have been. And here's the other thing is Mike Tomlin is always out there at training camp with dark, long pants on and a long sleeve shirt. I don't know how the dude does it without falling over and passing out, but somehow he does, and he was doing it again today. So that sets the context of practice. It was super hot. One of the first things that I paid attention to was just trying to get a vibe for the quarterback battle. So I spent a lot of time watching Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, Kenny Pickett, just going through some individual team drills, then in seven shots, and then also running a full team scrimmage. And it was an up and down day for all three of the quarterbacks. I can't really say that anybody stood out as being amazing or just having a flat out phenomenal day it just wasn't there but there were some highlights there were some uneven moments I'll talk about those and I'll start with Mitch Trubisky who threw a beautiful and absolute bomb to Deontay Deontay Johnson on one of the first throws in a competition period where he was going up against another DB I believe Johnson beat Akella Witherspoon on the play but Mitch Trubisky laid it up there perfectly, hit Johnson in stride. If that had been in a game, it would have been a touchdown. So good to see that explosiveness from Johnson and good to see Trubisky put some air on the football like he did there. So for those types of plays, what I also saw from Trubisky is just like a little little passes out to the flats were underthrown. There was one that was almost intercepted for a touchdown. So again, it's not all perfect. Looks like he's maybe struggling a little bit to adjust to a new offense. But again, it's still early in camp. We have to remind ourselves of that. Mason Rudolph appeared to be more confident out there on the field, was taking command of the huddle. He just looked to be a lot more confident and comfortable out there. Made some nice throws. But he still showed that happy feet, that real lack of 
pocket presence and I called it pocket illiteracy. I wrote an article on the site that's up if you want to check that out. But that that piece is still there and he's going to have to overcome that if he is going to actually be the starting quarterback for the Steelers. Kenny Pickett showed no hesitation throwing over the middle of the field. That was one of the things that people criticized Roethlisberger about last year that he was afraid to take those shots. Pickett really didn't throw the ball down the field too much. He did have a touchdown pass and seven shots in the right corner of the end zone. It was a beautiful throw. But there were also some moments where you know, he made rookie mistakes. I didn't see a ton of zip on his ball. And that's something I really wanted to pay attention to is what is his arm strength like? And again, it was okay, but I can't really say that I saw zip or spin on the ball. Again, one practice, I'll be paying closer attention tomorrow to Friday night lights practice, but really just an overall meh day for the quarterbacks. Chris Oladokun finally got some snaps today in the competition drills for the quarterbacks. He didn't run any team, and he did all right. Again, mostly short passes. He was zinging them in there. Now, he has some pop on his arm. I'm talking to a lot of the guys who cover the Steelers. They don't believe that Oladokun is going to make it as the number three quarterback on the roster, that he's probably destined for the practice squad which I thought was interesting. Some other things that jumped out, Connor Hayward was just catching everything thrown in his direction. I wish I would have kept statistics on the number of balls that were thrown his way and the number of receptions that he had because it seemed like anything that was thrown in his direction, he caught it and brought it in. So was very impressed by Hayward. He just looks like a gritty football player who can make plays. Very excited to see what he is able to do. Anthony McFarlane, a guy I have been highly critical of, and I'm in my first 53-man roster projection, I talked about how I don't think he is going to make the roster. Well, I will give him full credit. He had an amazing practice today. He not only made two beautiful catches down the sideline that were I mean, he had to have intense focus. They were combat catches. He wrestled the ball away in both instances. He had to fight the defender to come down with the catch. He did that in both cases and was just very impressed with his receiving abilities. And he broke off what would have been a 60-plus yard touchdown run and just showed explosion, burst. And I hope I am wrong in my assessment that I had with that 53-man roster projection, maybe the injuries that he experienced just limited him and and stifled his development. Maybe with being healthy, having that health, he is going to be able to produce and put up a decent year. So kudos to McFarlane for a strong performance today, and hopefully that continues in tomorrow's Friday Night Lights practice. Was interested in seeing Jalen Warren today. He looked okay. I didn't see really the explosion or burst that I've heard about so far through camp. He did have a fumble, as did Benny Snell. Benny Snell looks like the Benny Snell of previous years. Um, as one 
one writer that I was talking to today put it, uh, we were talking about Benny Snell's conditioning and how he has gotten better condition over the years. And he said, yeah, but there's one thing that you can't change and that's your speed. And he's slow, uh, which I thought was a little bit funny. Again, we know what Benny Snell is, what you're going to get from him. He, he's an average runner and he is what he is. He's got experience. That's why the Steelers like him. He's going to stick on the roster. But again, he did have a fumble out of bounds today as well. Dan Moore looked good, anchored against pass rushers, got out in front of the ball carriers on the move, so showed the ability to move and be athletic in his blocking down the field, which was great to see. Kendrick Green, the few snaps that I did watch him, he did get smashed into the backfield. So those concerns about him being susceptible to being overpowered, I saw some of that today. But again, just one practice, so I don't want to look too much into that. Jace Sternberger or J.C. Sternberger, I have a, a bad habit of mispronouncing names. This guy seemed to catch everything today. Now, he was a tight end that they signed this offseason as a free agent. He was originally drafted by Green Bay in the third round. This guy caught everything. And you know who else caught everything? Zach Gentry. So I was very impressed by the tight end group. Pat Freyermuth was on the sidelines. He is still recovering from injury. But the tight ends who were out there today, even Kevin Rader had a nice play. They were solid. So again, some high points, some low points. Overall, an uneven day for the offense. I didn't get to watch the defense as much as I wanted to. Again, there was so much going on. There's so much activity. So I will try to pay a little bit more close attention to the defense in the Friday Night Lights practice. But a few things that did stick out, both Devin Bush and Miles Jack struggled in pass coverage, which I hope is not a recurring theme this year, and that doesn't continue because the inside backer struggled with that last year, and we saw how much that hurt this Steelers defense. Again, it's early. It's one practice. Not trying to read too much into that. The cornerbacks didn't have the best day. I talked about Akello Witherspoon getting smoked by Deontay Johnson. Cameron Sutton had moments where he let the receiver get behind him, as did Justin Lane. Carlins Platel made some nice plays at the slot. I do want to give credit to Cam Sutton, though. He almost had a pick six. I believe that was on the pass that I was talking about earlier that Trubisky threw out in the flat. Sutton came up and almost grabbed it and returned it for a touchdown. And then one more thing of note was watching Steven Sims and Gunnar Olszewski. Jim corrected me today. I was mispronouncing his name. And they both look like they have the explosion, burst, and agility to be outstanding return men. So... I can't wait to watch them a little bit more tomorrow. Now, it wasn't a game situation. They weren't returning punts in 11-on-11. But just seeing them out there on the field, they look like they have the tools to make some fireworks and splash 
on special teams. Again, so just a cool experience today being down there for practice. Just the one thing that really stood out to me too was just watching Mike Tomlin throughout practice, just jumping around from position to position, checking on players, coaching, coaching up the team, and really the the whole coaching staff in general, highly active, highly vocal. I saw a lot of coaching going on. Saw Terrell Austin coaching up several players, a lot of encouragement and praise, but also a lot of calling players out for when they didn't perform. So overall, an outstanding day, outstanding experience for me. Looking forward to the Friday night lights practice tomorrow. And I am so glad that you joined me here today for this second study session. And that's going to do it. That's going to wrap it up. Again, a ton of content coming your way this weekend. My gratitude to you. We can connect one of three ways. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at stillstudy. And you can also comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. However, I would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. This Saturday, I will have a new edition of the Steelers Saturday mailbag up for you where I get your questions, comments, feedback on the show. Don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider. Jim and I are going to be recording after the Friday night lights practice on Saturday. So that'll either be up Saturday night or, or excuse me, Friday night or Saturday morning. So stay tuned. So studying, it has been a long day. I've been up since 4 a.m. Again, my gratitude to you. What an awesome, awesome, awesome day. Looking forward to Friday Night Lights practice tomorrow in Latrobe. I hope you have a great rest of your Thursday and an awesome Friday tomorrow. And I will see you back here for episode 372 of the study session. And oh yeah, remember, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace everyone. Make it a great day.